0: this is the blaze radio on demand
1: are you or a loved one struggling with an addiction to alcohol or drugs
2: you've got company because there are 24 million people in the u.s. who are addicted just like you what you need to understand is that addiction is a disease not a character flaw it's a disease that may or may not kill you but it will take everything from you and those you love if you're like most people you've been in denial you think It'll just go away. Or even worse, you're embarrassed to admit that you have a problem.
1: The Addiction Advisor Helpline is real help. Get it now before it's too late. Their advisors are there 24 hours a day. They listen, provide guidance, and most of them are former addicts themselves, so they understand what you're going through.
2: The call is free and the service is free.
3: Call the Addiction Advisor at 800-278-9414. That's 800-278-9414. 800-278-9414.
4: Hi it's us.
5: I'm just elongating the open for a second. Da ba ba da ba da It's bad and too. Yeah. Okay, hey, welcome to the Patton Stu Show. That, that was fantastic. We got a new, uh, we got a new open. We just uh, cut a little extension there for you. That's the dance version of it, the extended <laughs> dance version. <laughs> uh, and we wanted to celebrate for the final, finally, the evil Confederate flag going away from near the South Carolina Capitol building or whatever is it, out by the garbage can or wherever that thing is. I want it out. I want it gone. And finally, it's about to be 86th. Right out of there. I can't wait because right? it's, there's nothing. Right? Good. How many times have we said, I can't even think that thing pisses me off so much? <laughs>
4: No one thought that until last week when something
5: happened that has nothing to do with this. I mean, frankly, I don't like it. I personally, I've never, I'm not a fan. I mean, forget about anything racial. Let's let's say it doesn't have anything to do with black and white. It certainly does have to do with you're a separate nation. (laughs) Like, why in 2015 is that okay? What do you? Don't give me that Jeff Fisher face. Ah, uh, spoons. Don't give me that face. What do you what What do you think it has? What does it represent to you?
2: It represents old times. Who cares? I
5: mean, old times.
2: Old times. I mean, I know it, it represents history. a division so in this
5: country that killed six hundred thousand Americans. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 a,
4: a symbol of a really dark time in our nation's really d- history. dark. And and the I'd say our nation's our history, history, although. You need that to say that plural. There were two right. nations at that yeah. time, and I, look, I and one of them had that flag. You know, one of them had that flag, uh, and I did. They had a. That was the battle. I don't know the point of the battle, yeah, flag. The battle flag. The point yeah. of it, though, is that you know. I could look. Should it be in a museum? Should we know? Should it be banned from your eyesight? Should you not be able to put it up in your own house? Of course, no, you should. go ahead if you want to. Do you want to go have ahead. it on, on state it. Uh, on state property? Well, I mean, I, you know, my inclination is to say, like, if I'm starting a state, if we're doing fantasy uh, fantasy football <laughs> states edition, my my capital building is not having the Confederate flag on it. In fact, it's not even a consideration. However, when you have a Confederate soldiers memorial, it kind of seems mildly appropriate to have it there. It's at a Confederate Soldiers Memorial. That's mm. just a museum outside. That's all that is. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, don't, I don't know. To me, but, it doesn't bother me. I, I don't care yeah, about it. I it don't, didn't, by the way, that was the opinion of almost everybody right. until last week. Yeah. Now we all care about it more than anything in the world. And Jeffy has said two words on this program that actually make sense, and I'm going to highlight them. Who cares? Mm. This is not an issue that affects this situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be honest with you.
5: I'm happy they're talking about this instead of more gun regulation uh, (laughs) because, uh, you know, that's usually what happens. They're not talking about it instead of they're talking about it in addition to because the president's covered that angle as well. Yeah, he is definitely... He's, he's trying to make it into pushing, that. He's f- definitely pushing forward the gun control. It doesn't seem like it's catching it, it fire, It doesn't though. seem to be getting um, traction. he's trying... He's last
4: trying. time, people say, well... Obama started talking about it last time after Sandy Hook, and look what happened. The exact opposite. People were, uh, you know, comfortable with their guns. and He got a lot of stuff passed in the states. People forget about that. He didn't get his national thing passed, mm-hmm. but a lot of states turned heavy restrictions on guns after that. Yeah, they did. And you use the emotion of a tragedy to your advantage. It's never... Uh, never uh, let a serious crisis go to waste. That is the Rahm Emanuel rule that this president follows yeah. closely. And now they're using it for the flag, which I, it, the flag's not big enough for this, though. Uh, the, this is an opportunity to try to get a Republican to step in it. This is what this is for. You're, yeah. you're doing this because you want to see and Marco Rubio come out and passionately defend the Confederate flag for some not reason. And he's not And he's not doing it, so he's they're not, not getting it. what they and, want.
5: And it, what's kind of cool is that neither did Nikki Haley. She has always been, you know, I don't know about adamant, but she's been against uh, taking it down because she's probably like, who cares? Look, it's a it's a memorial now for the for the Confederate soldiers. So it's appropriate there, like you said. Um, But now, because all this focus is on them and this has become a big divisive issue. She went out yesterday and here's what she said.
6: For many people in our state, the flag stands for traditions that are noble traditions of history, of heritage, and of ancestry. The hate-filled murderer who massacred our brothers and sisters in Charleston has a sick and twisted view of the flag. In no way does he reflect the people in our state who respect and in many ways revere it. Those South Carolinians view the flag as a symbol of respect, integrity, and duty. They also see it as a memorial, a way to honor ancestors who came to the service of their state during time of conflict.
7: That is not hate,
6: nor is it racism. (laughs) At the same time, for many others in South Carolina, the flag is a deeply offensive symbol of a brutally oppressive past. As a state, we can survive, and indeed we can thrive, as we have done, while still being home to both of those viewpoints. We do not need to declare a winner and a loser here. We respect freedom of expression and that for those who wish to show their respect for the flag on their private property, no one will stand in your way. But the State House is different. And the events of this past week call upon us to look at this in a different way. Today, we are here in a moment of unity in our state without ill will. To say it's time to move the flag from the Capitol grounds.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I notice you're not saying yes, yeah, Stu, Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. Yay. Maybe no, a little I'm, more passion. A little more passion. Yeah. Yay.
8: Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. I just
4: don't care. <laughs> I'm with you, Jeffy, on this, this. Oh, is, my God. This is, look, we are a show, along with a radio show, where we try to uh, tell you what's important. And this story has led us down the road of the opposite of that. We yeah. have been uh, led here by the media, and we've uh, sadly walked this direction when it makes no difference. It has no connection to the story other than the guy took a picture with this particular flag that is the extent of the relevance of this stupid story and like you know it's it's people who've wanted to get this out of the state house for a long time they think you know they but bigger than that it's 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 an opportunity for somebody like nikki haley to not do this nikki haley has to come out now and say oh how bad the flag is and the the thought of the democrats and the media when they launched this narrative was to say Hopefully, Nikki Haley says, You'll never take that off our uh, state house. And hopefully, uh, you know marco rubio or jeb bush or uh name your can- ted cruz comes out and says absolutely the confederate flag is an important part of our history and hey, defends it's it
5: the flag of peace and love and then
4: you and get harmony. the debate which and the majority of the are all we've seen as soon as this was fired up the ma- vast majority of people would yeah. disagree with that viewpoint so then they have their little winning position it's the war on women this time it would be the war on african-americans it's yep. the same thing it's the Same strategy. This time it seems like Republicans have been smart enough to uh, stay out of it. There's a part of me that says, you know, look, you're bending to pressure, and I don't like the process we're seeing here. The process of you have a tragedy, everyone runs to social media, picks up some unrelated, stupid cause without thinking it through, and we all have to act within seconds to solve this wrong that we were all fine with as of a week ago. That is a huge problem for the country. But when it comes down to you know, the way they're handling this politically, I probably, it's, they're probably handling it the right way politically. If you want to win an election, if Nikki Haley has vaulted herself probably into the talk of VP with with this move and whether this lasts long enough for that to actually happen is another situation. But, you know, that is she's gaining a national profile and probably handling this the politically astute way.
5: Yeah. Uh, but no doubt you do care that Walmart did scrub the uh, website. And their stores of the fl- uh, w- Confederate flag merchandise. So you were all over that, right? I mean, you w- you did want that to happen. That is something you're passionate about. I know you've you've said for years, Walmart must get rid of all of their Confederate flag <laughs> website things right. and merchandise. And they did that for you. So we got that going for us. Uh, we never good. want to offend anyone with the products we offer. Walmart uh, told uh, Brian Nick of CNN. Is that true? They uh, never want to. F- no, is th- that yes. true? If we never want to offend anyone. Whether pr- well, they no, better I mean, get rid of every single product they have. Yes, because every single product they have, I guarantee you, offends someone. You're darn right. It offends does. someone. That's their business.
2: I mean, they can do what they want
5: with it, but yeah. that offending but stuff is But If crack. you never want to offend anyone with the product you offer, you
2: better not offer any products. Shut down that meat department.
5: <laughs> yes. Meat is out that's front. That offends too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the, what about the uh, things with uh, with uh, Red Lake number 40 in them? Whoa. That offends my wife. She's offended by that. What about their polyester clothes? I'm offended by that. <laughs> okay? I, uh, it pisses me off that they're 50-50. I, I don't like that. Walmart has really become a company that just folds to whatever's happening
4: at the moment. You know, they really have you want to that. find? It's sad. It's sad. It really is. I mean, they're, look, they're in a great American success story, but they've become so big that they fold <laughs> to politics all the time. They're... they're Care, you're carrying the the new light bulbs. They won't carry certain books that people don't like. You know, you just get to the point mm-hmm. that they're, they're just a responsive organization. The, the principle uh, of, you know, they have principles in business, you know, low prices, uh, you know, lots of selection, blah, blah, blah. But they've lost that. They don't stand for that sort of thing anymore. They don't have a belief system where you say, OK, look, I believe uh, <laughs> this was wrong yesterday. Certainly, I believe it's right today, you know, wrong today today. Like, the political winds didn't used to
5: blow a company like this. Now they do. And that's that's the case to the extent that I'm... Uh, uh, like McDonald's, I'm pretty much done defending them. Because when the, when the left wing comes and attacks Walmart because they don't pay all of their employees $80,000 a year, uh, and they still want the same prices as always for the poor, and I defend them as capitalists and people who offer goods and services at a price that almost anybody could afford, I'm going to stop defending them because they do blow with the political winds now. They just blown blown every which way. And I, I, I'm not going to stand up for a company like that anymore.
4: Yeah, and you know, and look, they don't need our help. They're making no, they billions of dollars, they, they make
5: a billion dollars a day. I,
4: the passion is gone. Like a I, day. I, I, there, I've, I've described. <laughs> like you know, people walk into Walmart a lot of times, and you'll see you know, some New Yorker writer will write, go to Walmart. And say, I can't believe this. This is disgusting. Look at this. It's all white, and you know, uh, the walls are white, and the lights are fluorescent, and all this you know crappy merchandise from overseas. I walk in there and say, Wow, what a miracle no of kidding. capitalism! I mean, no any kidding. person that earns almost anything can walk. In here and find almost anything done, at an right. unbelievably low price. Mm-hmm. They provide an incredible service to this country. But like, when it comes to passionately saying, you know, defending them on other done. issues, and eh, whatever. No, I'm done. I mean, but like, why does this? It's so amazing to me. Walmart is a huge company. Obviously, they have uh, stores everywhere, but they also have a very profitable huge website. At the same time, Amazon currently has twenty nine thousand three hundred and sixty one results for Confederate flags in their store. In, on Amazon.com. Now, I love Amazon. I order from them all the time. Uh, but does now, are they held to that standard? Is everybody held to this bizarre standard that you have to change and bizarrely pull everything out that someone agrees with from No, and I'll tell week? you why.
5: Jeff Bezos is a darling of the left, and he needn't follow that standard. Mm-hmm. They won't, they won't, Walmart knows they're going to get attacked if they don't do this. So they do this. Jeff Bezos, on the other hand, doesn't have to do this because he knows he's not going to be attacked for it. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Walmart will cave because they don't want the flak anymore. Amazon won't. And Walmart won't
2: now, instead of it used to be, they just pulled it from the stores, and they would say, oh, "We're not, you know, we won't sell it in our stores anymore. Or you won't see it in our stores." And then. That's when they move farther and said, yeah, but you still have it on your website. Yeah, you yeah. still on your website. Yeah. So now yeah. they have to do both. It's the give an inch, take a mile thing, which is completely
4: true with these types of people. If your life is wrapped up in complaining about what a store sells that you don't want to buy, first of all, you're awful <laughs> and your life
5: is awful.
4: But secondarily, you're not the type of person who's going to say, well, I got what I wanted. Time to go back to a real job. That's not going to happen. Because you don't have a real job, you don't have a real life, you're, it's just a pathetic existence, and you can't find any happiness other than trying to make Walmart stop selling flags or whatever the hell you've dedicated your life to. Uh, so, you know, when you live that kind of existence, you don't stop. This is, why you can't, you, this is why I've always found it important to fight for these things, because while I do not care, I mean, I honestly find the, the, uh, the Confederate flag to be a negative thing. I mean, it's just a reminder of a terrible period in our history uh that i honestly don't want to relive every day so i mean i have I, and i know the people in the south the lo- vast majority of them are not doing it because they want slavery to return no. it's it's a as you said jeffy it's you know it's the old times it's the rebel flag yep. we're we're gonna stand up for what we believe in blah 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 it has millions of meanings outside of that but i i, I the vast, it's like it's like the difference between this and the redskins thing the redskins actually was a positive thing you know, like there was no mm. negative at all tied to that. Uh, and we fight uh, for the Redskins name, even though some people are trying to turn it into this negative thing. But it's like th- it wasn't negative. It actually had a really positive uh, thing uh, when it started. And, you know, people, you know, you know it's, the, the, it's on the freaking roof of Dukes of Hazard, the car of Dukes of Hazard. I mean, I, this is not, you know, it obviously doesn't mean what they say it means. But we're there. I, I don't. Mind it being gone from, uh, from South Carolina? I just don't like the way it's happening. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't like the pressure. I don't like the fact that they can't just take their time and make these decisions. It's not affecting anybody being there. Uh, it's just bizarre, man. I mean, think about it. Why, are you, why do you have the memorial? Why is the memorial okay? Why is it okay to have a statue honoring Confederate soldiers but not have the flag flying next to it? I mean, what did the what did the soldiers die for? They died in the Civil War, which had a gigantic percentage of it about slavery. I mean, it's the same thing, but it's you can have the flag, but you can't you can't have the memorial, but you can't have the flag. It's bizarre.
5: It is. And where do we turn to for wisdom in bizarre times like this? Mm. Chris Cuomo, of course. No, oh. douche hall of fame member. Chris Cuomo, who was talking about the Confederate flag with a guest today, and here's what happened. What do you make of the notion that there are some African
7: Americans Mm -hmm. who are okay with what happened with slavery, and they're okay with the flag (laughs) by extension? Because not all African Americans are right right there.
5: Stop that. What do you make of the notion? that there are some African-Americans who are okay with slavery. <laughs> oh, that number's I huge. I make that there's uh, a notion that there are zero African-Americans okay with slavery? I, I don't know if there's any
4: outside there of one? freaking Dylan Roof who's <laughs> o- with, that are white people that are okay with slavery. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Is there <laughs> anyone on this planet okay? Oh, other than slave traders, I... <laughs> i don't know anybody like that let's let's hear that again that's amazing what, an
7: amazing
5: setup. what do you make
7: of the notion that there are some african-americans uh-huh. who are okay with what happened with slavery and they're okay with the flag by extension because not all african-americans are of one mind and they have different thoughts about different things including slavery do, do you diff- accept oh, that or do you think that's ridiculous yes.
8: Uh, Uh, My question would be, what part of that Confederate flag, besides you taking uh, slavery as something that you use as uh, economics, represent African America? Mm. Nothing represents African America in that flag and that that Confederacy, but the fact that the states didn't hide the fact that uh, from (laughs) an economic development standpoint, they were going to keep on owning people of color. To do the work to make the money, so All right. no, I think that's yeah. ridiculous, and I'm gonna stay I'm with ridiculous that. Ridiculous too. I,
5: I let's hear. I, I gotta hear the question <laughs> one more time. <laughs> more <and> more time. <laughs> that is unbelievable. That is an amazing question by Chris Cuomo. This guy has almost outdone himself mm-hmm. with uh, everything he's been, you know, honored for mm-hmm. in the douche hall of fame. Mm-hmm. This has to go. he <laughs> so shoots straight to the top of those charts. Here it is again. <laughs>
7: What do you make of the notion that there are some African Americans who Mm -hmm. are okay with what happened with slavery and they're okay (laughs) with the flag by extension? (laughs) Because not all because African-Americans are of one mind. One mind. And they have different body. thoughts about different things. <laughs> <and> slavery. <laughs> they you, have different, different thoughts them, and you think that's about ridiculous. different
5: things. Uh, they're not all one be, uh, it, of one mind. Okay, we've heard enough
8: that. of that. Okay, okay I, I taking, will say uh, this, though. As something okay, that we can you cut used, uh, as, this, video.
5: At any time. Represent african At any time. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, okay. First of all, there is a point to be made here that Almost all African Americans are of one mind on certain issues. Ninety-six percent of them. Yeah. For example, Barack Obama. For Barack Obama, voting Democrat, they so are you almost always do. All African Americans. All African Americans. I don't think there's a single one who is okay with slavery or is of a different mind that slavery is okay. There's no the even, not even a little notion. I, I don't think there's much of a notion from any of them or white people, for that matter. Or any reasonable human being on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the dumbest... That might go down as the dumbest question ever asked. What was he trying to I do there? Know. I don't uh, know. Was there something buried in I there that I'm missing? I mean, African Americans... You could you could make maybe make the point that there are some people in the South, and there's no question, there are people in the South, whites, who are okay hmm. with the notion of slavery, maybe? I don't know. Are there yeah. slave owners or people who... Are descended from slave owners who are fairly okay with that notion I, in this maybe. day and age. I don't. I don't. Probably know. not even white people, but you can make the point outside of slavery that there are people okay with the Confederate flag. Yeah. I mean, maybe yes. that's what he was trying to get to. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't, yeah. know. I don't, know. I, I don't th- know. why he tied slavery in there though,
4: because you can't make that connection. And it's a weird thing. It's a tough issue. It's like you're trying to tie you know the traditions of your area to something that is obviously it, it's tied. You know whether you like it or not, is something really awful. There's a great uh, scene in uh, *Mr. Show*, going back many years, uh, where uh, the great John Ennis, uh, he's talking about uh, uh, he's a, running a company, and he says, uh, you know, he's trying to talk, talk about the traditions of his co- company, and he says, "We started this company with three rickety slave ships with a simple idea: people selling people." To people. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it kind of like has that same. And you say it that way. It almost has a charm to it. But you're still talking about slavery. And and I I think it reminds too many people of that, which, again, that just having just the majority of people or just some high percentage of people that are offended by it isn't enough. But, you know, uh, we're in that society now where people start tweeting about it. Two days later, it's done. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just where we are now. The, the the law passed in South Carolina though specifically was designed to protect against this. And the way they kept that flag, they, they decided, okay, fine, we'll take it off the State House. But to pull it off of uh, where this memorial is, you need two thirds of the legislature to say so. That is a tough uh, it's a tough haul. So she
2: can't do that just through executive do action. Do it, no. And this is part she of it. She did the- say she was she would do that though, right? She no well, she, even said- she can't?
4: Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, she said that she it's, it's protected specifically yeah. in the law. Now, I don't know. Look, we live in a p- place where Barack Obama does whatever the hell he wants, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe she's found a way. Yeah. They can always find ways. But that was the way it was designed. It was designed specifically to, to fight against when you have an incident where emotion takes over uh, to protect this heritage. Again, it's not my thing, but it's their thing. And if you can get two-thirds of the legislature who are all... Uh, you know, getting voted on by people who are local and don't care about their national profiles. You know, mm-hmm. Nikki Haley cares about mm-hmm. her national right. profile. Tim Scott, I'm sure, cares. Uh, Lindsey Graham, it's all he cares about. So you can get those guys. Can you get so some? Does Trey yeah, Gowdy. Yeah.
2: Maybe they all
5: do. Yeah. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven. beck it's Pat and Stu. Uh, how many times do we have to tell you to get your 72-hour kit for ten bucks? Really? I mean, it's if you still haven't done it by now, please. This is uh, the most amazing offer. Probably I've ever seen an advertising. Have you seen a better offer than this? I don't think I ever have. Um, I once saw
4: a, a company selling a billion dollars for $100. Did you act uh, on it or did you miss it?
8: I
5: forgot.
4: You waited? Yeah, I Yeah. Dang. See? But other than that one, I think this uh, is that's why the best you shouldn't one. Wait.
5: You're waiting for the price to go down a little bit right, lower. I wanted, $100 I is a lot. <laughs> I would have paid $50 for it. but, uh, you know. but it's, like, uh, it's like, well, okay, I'll do it when they, when they exclude the shipping. Okay. They've done that too. They've done that too. So $10, that includes the shipping. All you have to do is call them at 800-274-3040 and get your 3 3-day three supply of food. For 10
4: bucks. I can tell you, we're not going to be doing commercials in the near future where we say, hey, it's only $3 for your 72 hour kit. That's not happening. They're already probably losing money on this. So you might as well uh, give them a call while uh, they're allowing this to occur. Call now, My Patriot Supply. It's 1 800. Where where would I call? 274 3040. 800 274 3040. But is it just
5: food? Including shipping. Is it My Patriot Supply? Is it just food? No, they have all your preparation needs, Guy. All
2: right. What if we ordered once already? You can order up to four of them.
4: I think you could probably call them back every day, and they're not going to know.
5: Huh, okay. So, call them. Nice. 274-3040. That's 800-274-3040. You can't just pick up the phone and dial 274-3040. You can't do that anymore. There was a time. My Patriot Supply. Is gone. It's not just food. It's freedom. <laughs> freedom from Pat. Uh, MSNBC, you could always count on them for reason, Mm. sense, and sensibility. Um, They're Mm. good, man. Last Friday, MSNBC guest, Occidental uh, Associate Professor of Politics. Yeah, Occidental, where are the. uh, What's that known as? Somebody famous went there. I'm trying to think of who. Hmm. Occidental. uh, Hmm. Probably. Let me
4: just. I'll take just a whirl at it. Uh, All right. uh, Ted Danson? (laughs) <laughs> no, it wasn't no. Ted Danson. No. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, uh, oh, Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Woody Guess. Harrelson. It's someone no. from Cheers. It's
5: not a, no. no. I thought it was Cheers. What no. was it? No. Do you it's, remember? Well, it's Barack Obama. Oh, okay. Was yeah. he on Cheers? No, he no, wasn't. He was not. He was not. That's my fault. Uh, so this person who went to the president's uh, college, Occidental, Carolyn Heldman, uh, went into a rant about American racism, thankfully. We, that's Where do we go with this, Caroline?
9: Well, I very much agree we that she learned this, but I think it's it's a myth to think that mm. racists are unusual. Uh, we are a white supremacist society. We mm. are so, a society that on its face mm. values white people, what they do, and their body, their integrity, uh, mm. more than people yes, of color, of not just African Americans, but all people of color. We dehumanize people of color in this country. And so once a white person recognizes this, if they're given the opportunity and privilege of education, then it is a constant struggle throughout the course of your lifetime to overcome it. And I do think that that flag is very much a symbol uh, of hatred and for some it is a symbol of heritage but that is a heritage (laughs) of hate. So the fact that we have a flag (laughs) of essentially treason flying next to a flag of the United States it just doesn't make sense in 2020. She
5: nailed it! Wow, that's good stuff right there from Carolyn. Good job, Carolyn. Whitey uh, in a white supremacist society. You know, I don't know. Carolyn, have you looked at who lives at 1600? Yes, which she has looked. Uh, Uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Ted Danson. No, no, it's not Ted Danson. Shelley Long. No, it's not. It's nobody on Cheers. I'm going to give you another clue. No, what about the coach? No, it's a guy who went to Occidental. Oh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama, Obama we lives there. He, he happens to be a black man in this white
4: supremacist Can't be. nation. White Supre- a lot of white supremacist the societies hell are you uh, talking about? led by, again, I'll give you another Mr. Show reference, the new KKK, mm. uh, which was headed by a black person in that particular sketch. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the white supremacist society is headed by a black person. That is how ridiculous of a world we live in oh today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, this is, this is sort of like... It's, it's the typical nonsense of well, just... Well, they
5: find the kookiest, weirdest, yeah. most bizarre points of view. But straight in the middle them of And present them as if they're
4: legitimate. But straight in the middle of the MSNBC audience. I mean, I, I don't think yeah. it's out of the norm for that. You know, do you think this is any different than what Ed Schultz believes? I mean, of course no, he believes that it. it's a white supremacist society. But, uh, you know, I, you know I, don't, I don't know if you've realized this. It really isn't at this point. Uh, and, you know, look, there was a time where it was, and it was terrible. Um, and you know, outside of Dylan Roof, very few people disagree with that sentiment. Yeah, but thankfully, that's how you can prove that it's not a white well, supremacist society.
5: By the way, USC University of Southern California uh, sponsors a student-led campus activism organization called I2MUSC, in which minority students or those who feel marginalized have a quote safe space to retreat and be protected from discrimination. Good. But that comforting welcome does not extend to the super minority of Republicans on the USC campus. They're they're banned from the safe space. (laughs) President of the USC College Republicans Group spoke with the college fix to explain the online shaming he's experienced after weighing in on the I2M USC campus activism. Jacob Ellenhorn uh, exposed the group's hypocrisy after creating his own meme using their tagline against a picture of himself, stating, I fight on because I'm tired of getting weird looks for saying I'm Republican and that I love my country. See, this is what Glenn was talking about on the radio show just uh, uh, an hour ago or whatever. This is what colleges are doing to our kids. Not every single one of them, but a lot of them are doing this. And in a lot of cases, colleges you wouldn't expect. Now, you might expect this from USC. They're at the heart of Los Angeles you know, it's a uh, private liberal arts college. Y- you might expect this there. Uh, but y- you're getting a lot more, I think, than you bargain for with this stuff. And it's, it is getting ridiculous, as this Republican says, when you can't even show up on their safe space, that, that a Republican can't, has no place there. How do they become so non-inclusive when they're supposed to be so diverse and inclusive? It's just, it's gotten really ridiculous, and uh, I think it's worth noting. Also, Wisconsin School District has banned negative images of American Indians uh, in a state that has uh, 31 schools that have American Indian mascots. One school district decided to ban students from wearing any clothing or carrying any items that portray what the district deems a negative stereotype of the group. The Madison, Wisconsin School District will implement the new American Indian negative image ban beginning this fall. It will apparently include any logos like the Washington Redskins that are deemed culturally insensitive. Students who don't comply will face suspension or expulsion from school.
4: Yeah, Scott Walker actually moved this policy in the right direction. It it used to be that in Wisconsin you could have one Jeffy who would complain about a uh, (coughs) mascot. One mm-hmm. person. And even if it's Jeffy, for some reason it gets equal standing in our oh country. My gosh. Um, and Jeffy could say, hey, I don't like the Redskins thing. And they would have to do an investigation in the state. Now, Walker at least moved in the right direction, and now it has to be a petition. You have to have a, a certain number of signatures or whatever to get them to actually look at it. But investigation into what? It's a name. Uh, it's. It does seem to be Redskins. <laughs> yes. Uh, full report. Uh, you got, it's twenty-seven million dollars. Uh, does red is on there and and skins is on, on there. there. It seemed, they seem to be together. They're In like the they're same a, word. It's, and it's not the potato. It's uh, this one's the the Native American one thing. So that's uh, your investigation. I know it took six months and you, and I may have made five million dollars off of it, but that's the investigation. <laughs> Uh, now at least you need a petition to get that nonsense started, and three people need to sign it. No, I don't know Try what the number is. Three. It's yeah. a good point. I don't I know what the into number. It is. Just now, three? it was three. So you, well, yeah. you at least anything. That, nothing should be done in our society if only Jeffy can do it.
5: Right. Like if Jeffy by himself. Gotta get two friends at least to join. Them. Yeah, and he doesn't have right. any friends, so it makes it easy. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents it coming up in a second. Pat and Stew, welcome to it. Uh, uh, President was on a great radio show yesterday uh, called oh, WTF. It's not, uh, a not a radio show. No, it's, it's a, a podcast. podcast. It's a podcast <laughs> show. Okay, it's a podcast.
4: Yeah, he's a comedian. Mark Marin has a. He used to be on Air America, actually, I believe. Was he? I think he was one. Of, I think he was on Air, in Air America back when that was a thing, and he now has a show on. I think I no, say Why H- is that
5: not a thing? Let's spend a moment on that. Uh, sure. Why is that not a thing? Uh, well, it's a difficult. R- Air America r- very... it was a big liberal network. Everybody wanted it. Everybody loved it. Yep. Mm-hmm. There Tons was of money behind it. They insisted that the uh, Clear Channel put it on, and, yep. and so they did. Mm-hmm. They put it on lots of stations. Gave them a chance. Go here. Here's some stations. Yeah, and it had. Why a, is that not on anymore?
4: It's, a, it's sort of a nuanced thing that happened. It happened? It was called uh, failure.
5: What? Wait. Well, did they at least get a participation trophy? Or they did not.
4: Uh, it was just an utter what? and why is that disaster? Participation
5: trophies not happen in real life. Millions of dollars morning lost. Sedition. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, was it
2: morning sedition? I thought
5: he was really. On that. Uh, so he
2: really was on that not from day one.
4: Yeah, he was one of the first guys, and and he now has a show. Huh? He's become popular with. Mm. Uh, he was not popular at all. Obviously, on his radio show, he was became popular as a comedian, and and eventually turned that into uh, in his podcast, and turned that into. Um, uh, a show on, I think, I want to say it's FX or IFC, one of those types of channels um, in which he, Hmm. it's kind of just about his life or whatever. So he's become, Hmm. I, I mean, I guess he's become pretty popular. IFC, okay. Um, he's become uh, pretty popular in that sense, and I guess he, he certainly... No idea who this guy is. He's c- <laughs> certainly trendy as far as, like, the, you know, when you go on, when Barack Obama's gone on a lot of these shows, he's gone on the YouTube, with the YouTube people, he was on Between Two Ferns, which is an internet uh, hit, yeah. which is just, awesome. I
2: mean, that one's funny. Very funny. Come on. You um, don't have WTF just downloaded right to your phone, Pat? So when it's mm, new, no, it's just there? Not
5: yet, but I'm, go- I'm going to now, because it sounds like it's a great show. Uh, WTF stands for <laughs> What the Freak. Yes, it right. is. <laughs> I'm, glad like you, I'm glad you pronounced it. Something that. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our, our president, who is so presidential, had to go on what the freak and talk to this guy. It's great. It's good. It really is. He couldn't, couldn't possibly come on a show like ours. No. <laughs> or the radio show with 10 million listeners. <laughs> <It> would, <laughs> why would you do that? Why? Seriously, to talk to 10 million of your constituents. You don't do that. You go on what the... What the heck, or whatever it is, <laughs> and uh, you say this?
8: It is incontrovertible it's that incontrovertible. race relations have improved significantly during my yeah. lifetime and yours, Red's, oh, and wow. that opportunities Not have since opened your presidency. up, and no. that attitudes have changed. Yeah, that—that is—it
5: is. You can't fact.
8: controvert that. It's incontrovertible. what is also true is <laughs> that the legacy of slavery, uh-huh. Jim Crow, right. discrimination. Mm-hmm. In almost every institution of our lives, uh-huh. you know that casts a long shadow, yeah. and that's still part of our DNA, of DNA. That's DNA. that's passed on. It's our part of our uh, DNA. We're not cured of it. Racism. racism, racism, We are not cured of not clearly, uh, and and clearly. and it's not just a matter of no one has ever, it, no uh,
4: society has ever been cured of racism. It, it not for. being
8: polite to say in public, that's not the measure of whether. Racism still exists or not. By the way, It's okay, not just so a matter there of... There it was. Uh, he just said it. We believed it. You
4: to, Can I hear the rest uh, of it? Society. Oh, I'd like to hear more. Yeah. Would you, really? Overnight. Uh, I mean, that was... Completely the, erase the race
8: everything that happened two to three hundred years prior. Okay.
4: Okay. okay. So just basically saying the long shadow point yet again. Um, I, and this is... Uh, you hear this from time to time that it's, it's never enough, right? Like, he's essentially characterizing all of the efforts we've made so far as, oh, well... I mean, he does say that there's been advances, which I give him a little bit of credit for. He actually seemed like he meant it in that particular uh, statement. Um, But he said, uh, you know, it's not just not saying the N-word when you're walking around in public. It's more than that. Which, of course, we all know it's more than that. But we're way, way, way beyond that. When was that an issue? The 50s? Maybe. Maybe. I'm just going to, you know, I'm saying the end of it. Maybe the 50s that was an issue. Um, you know, and certainly people have said it since. It's become more popular uh, in certain elements of our culture today even. But it's pretty huh. rare to feel comfortable to do that, especially as a
5: white person using it as a racial superiority. We don't even want to say sense. it when he says it. I, I don't even play it when we, he says it. We write, right, which we discussed uh, off the air. I mean, I, on the radio show, we didn't get to it, but I, I, just, I put him in there as is. And I, I think that's how you should play it when he says it. As is, he said the N the N word flat out. Yeah, nobody can say that. No white person on this planet can say the word. He goes ahead and says it without hesitation, and it's perfectly fine for him to do that. I guess the articles and, you think you don't even print it. I mean, the articles yeah. Yeah. When you talking you about the talking you can about put the interview N word, yeah. or you can put N. Uh, exclamation asterix. point or asterisk 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 you know it's something silly like that we used to be able to talk about it like reasonable human beings yeah we used to be able to say the word in the context it was it of it, uh, news reports yeah. or hey, the president said this. You didn't have to say. The president said the N word. It sounds oh so God. stupid. It's, so, it's just asinine. Well, it sounds like you're talking it's to children, right? It does. You know, that's it's what ridiculous. they say on my
4: kids' television shows. It's they ridiculous. say, "Hey, it's uh, the B word." Uh, but for ball. Him? you know, it's like it's it's the T word. <laughs> top. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous. But I mean, but I, the uh, president's not bound by that. Well, yeah, and you know, of course, there's there's an element of picking your battles here. I don't
5: want to say the N word, and I'm not going to sit here and be. The I little, haven't heard anybody say um, that in 30 years. I bet. I haven't heard anyone in my circle of people oh, yeah, no, say that word says for it. It. at least... 30 the question, years is it, probably longer than I'm,
4: that. I'm saying the question, though, is not whether you're going to say it in a, in a, in a sense he's talking about. It's right. a sense of if you're doing news coverage, you're talking about the N-word, do you say the word? And this is not something that's necessarily interesting to the audience. Maybe it's interesting just, just to broadcasters. But, like, I don't want to be the martyr who sits here and fights <laughs> for N-word usage on TV. I don't course, want no. it anyway. <laughs> no. people, but there have been people who yeah. have been martyrs over this. There was a guy fired very recently who was saying, like, well, this is I ridiculous. Was, I don't remember either. It was a local yeah. host.
5: Yeah. And he was. Basically, saying, Look, and he said it over and over and over and over. This is ridiculous.
4: You know, we're talking about this word. I can't even say it. I'm gonna say it this time. And now he is, he has his 72 virgins of martyrdom from Radio (laughs) World because he's now. He
5: actually never got to say any other word on the radio because it's Ever again because he was fired
4: that day. That
5: day. That day. You
4: know, I, I, and I I don't know. Like, to me, we actually had um, this is uh, a show example um, that I was reminded of this morning. That Dinesh D'Souza a couple of years ago was on our program and was quoting the president and said the word, I've uh, said it once right. or twice, and Glenn stopped him and said, you know, I understand what you're doing. You're not saying it hatefully, but please don't use that word on the show. Uh, now Glenn didn't, we didn't want it on the show, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's a, a, a fine standard for a host to set. I, you know, we were discussing in the break whether it's some sort of violation. Here we could say whatever the heck we want. We just choose to control our language largely. Because we just, you know, we're not Jeffy. We just uh, do. You know, we just yeah. do. And also, there's some, some agreements with cable providers that I think would, would preclude
5: us from using uh, la- harsh language. However, uh, for the know, president, you can play him in his words. I would, word. so. can, sure. I would think can. so, as a news station. Absolutely can. Absolutely can. And I think it's a disservice not to. I, I think you show, you accentuate what he did because he did it. We didn't do it. So, show the fact that he's perfectly willing and has no problem saying the N-word when everybody else, every white person in this nation that he is supposedly the head of, is banned and barred from saying that word or you'll be drummed out of your job. I mean, it's, it's unconscionable that he said it. So, it was so bad... That a black man yesterday at the, Uh, uh, who is this? It's, uh, yeah, I don't know his name, but uh, one of the White House press correspondents um, asked Josh Earnest about the president using the word. Here's what happened.
4: But I wonder if if his use of that was intended to be provocative, and given the reaction, does he in any way regret using it? Mm -hmm.
5: Uh, he does not. Uh, the president's use of the word and the reason that oh, he used the word could not, not be more apparent from the context of his discussion on the podcast. Uh, the president made clear wow. uh, that it's not possible to judge the nation's progress on race issues based solely on an evaluation of our country's manners. Uh, the fact is uh, that we've made undeniable progress in this country uh, mm-hmm. over the last several decades. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, okay. I
4: in a real world situation. And I know we're not we don't live in the real world when we're talking about the n-word. <laughs> but the real the real world situation, I actually don't have a problem with his usage of it there. I I I I think he was saying I, I think he was saying an appropriate use of, of that word. Yeah, he's we're not disgusting. in the real world, right? We're I not in the real a problem world because I have a, of the way the world is, and and the way that he, he's made, he's helped make he the world sure that has. way. He's, oh my god! He's helped make oh this gosh. impression of everyone. Uh, you yep. know, there's all this racial discourse, and and how bad white police officers are to black people. He's constantly uh, accentuating that. So, for him to use that word is, is offensive, just because. But, like, you know, he's talking about it in a new sense. He's talking about, have we made racial progress? Uh, and you can't judge that by just, hey, we don't use that word anymore. Um, but, you know, because of what's surrounding it, Can it is... Can you judge it, is, it
5: by the fact that there's a black president? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Can you? Forget about the N-word. How about the black president? Oh, that's a great freaking point. That's unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And that was, I, I guess that was a separate question asked about it because there was a black guy who went further. Uh, and asked Ernest, uh, does the president feel like it's okay to use that at home, in his personal life? Does he use that with his daughters? Is that okay? He said, I know it's pervasive in our society with rap music and whatever, and you can hear the word, but does the president feel like that's a good example to set to people? And with parents all over this country telling their kids not to use it under any circumstances, including casually, does the president feel it's okay for him to use that word? And Ernest couldn't answer. I don't know. You'll uh, you'll have to ask him. Um, hey douche, you're the White House press secretary, okay? I'm asking you. That's your job. Unbelievable. Could not answer the question. More patents too coming up. I think that's what the reporter said. We we didn't play the whole thing, but I think that's
2: what he said. Hey douche. Hey douche. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, we cut it off too yeah. soon. I'm <laughs> sure, that's <all> I mean. how. <laughs>
5: Back, Pat this is kind of interesting. Uh, Daily Mail has a map uh, comparing how rich your state would be if it was a country. Uh, so <laughs> It's a new form of journalism where they yeah.
4: come up with these weird scenarios. And, <laughs> it, and, but they're interesting. It
5: is. I think it kind of is. It's the GDP that uh, U.S. states have in comparison to other countries in the world. Largest states are seen rivaling global economies. I mean, if, for instance uh texas i guess has the economy of canada is that that that's not right is it is that right Hmm? i would think we'd do better than canada (laughs) (laughs) What? canada that's embarrassing uh, canada's pretty big gdp i mean it's uh canada must have a good gdp because uh texas i think as a as a country would be like top ten GDPs yeah, in, the, in the world. I think
2: Dallas Fort Worth has as many people as Canada has, so I think you know we're pretty good. There's only 20 million people <laughs> in Canada, right? Or 30 million people, something like that.
5: It's not the population yeah, isn't as there. large as you would think it is. Yeah, uh, Brazil for uh, California, uh, New York <laughs> is the same as Spain. <laughs> Montana as the GDP of Panama. <laughs> <laughs> How proud you guys must be. By the way, look. Uh, uh, <laughs> North it? Dakota, Uruguay? Yes, yeah, South Dakota is. South Dakota is
4: what? I have this, I was specifically asking you to say this. For uh, Tanzania. Tanzania. That's yeah. how you'd say it? Yeah. yeah. Jeffy, you'd say Tanzania. Tanzania? Tanzania.
5: A lot of people and say Tanzania.
4: I had a, a, a guy yeah, who was a cab driver who I was asking if it's Tanzania, and he said it was Tanzania. Tanzania? See? In there, they said wow, here yeah. they call it Tanzania, but there is Tanzania. So there you go. go. We'll tweet out the bat from uh, at Paterson. Phone number. Welcome to Pat's. Too. Uh, Jeffy's been all over this story about these New York prisoners that have uh, escaped. It was, I will say, when we were up in New York last week, it was all, it was everywhere. I bet. I mean, it's, the, it's the only story they're talking about uh, up there, and uh, it, you know, really was dominating the news coverage. Um, walk us through,
2: Jeffy, if you would. <laughs> the uh, well, uh the details. I'm, I'm fascinated to hear what the husband had to say. Um, Lyle Mitchell, who was the husband of the uh, security guard, well, was not a security guard. She was a teacher. At the prison. At the prison. Who uh, is on trial and going to be on trial soon for helping these guys escape. They've escaped since June 6th, they've been missing. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, they just found earlier today uh, another, somebody sighted them, presumably, walking along the road. Uh, Pennsylvania, New York, headed to Canada area, so they're out searching. There was some cabin usage. So they still think they got a shot at getting them. These guys, I think, are on the beach somewhere think you think, you think so
4: because they they found a, um, a remnants of the yeah. uh, of like food that they, a peanut butter or something uh, that tested with their DNA yeah. or something in um, uh, like a half an hour away or thirty miles away
2: yeah that was a, in a, a dumpster or something with, that was original the dogs no well, maybe this was that this was, was the the cabin, house, the cabin. yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is the cabin yeah
4: so I mean they, they're kind of on their tracks but who they don't really know and I guess part of the issue is they were able to escape they're both killers right, right? yes they're, they're both, both yes murders. absolutely Yes. And they were um, able to escape with the help of this woman Correct. who worked at, at the prison. Correct. Right. And
5: she, was she sleeping with one of them or something? Both of them. Both of them. She slept. Wow. With, she was sleeping with one, and they
2: couldn't really prove it. So they mm. took him out of her class, and then the other guy came in and and started taking her class, and she was oh. going with them. Look, you're and not going to sleep She's married with him. to somebody. She's married to this Lyle, who we're going to hear from, who went on the. Uh, uh today show today uh lyle works at the prison as well in the same area as she did and did he not, know that his no, wife was apparently not with the... she's not she has he has not been charged or anything Now he oh, didn't work in the classroom that she she taught uh sewing and how to fix sewing machines and stuff which is a huge commodity mm-hmm. when you come out of prison
5: but uh <laughs> yeah really is <laughs>
2: That's another story in itself, but he worked as a uh, maintenance guy in
5: that section. Wait a minute. Is this is this her? That, yeah. Can we get a close-up yes. of, uh, of the yes, two of them? Yes, this is her. Is Look, that Pat, her and the husband? I, 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 I think, think that's her Turner. Uh, 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 now, right. see, uh, how upset would you be if she was cheating <laughs> on you? I'd be like, okay, whatever. How <laughs> did <laughs> <laughs> I know you were going to go All there? All right, Pat, whatever. Listen, you're in prison, dude. Whatever, see you. You're in prison. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh, in you were the cheating end, on me with two guys. In oh, the end,
2: okay. In the end, though, she yeah, decided whatever. she <laughs> opted not to help
5: them Not on the final
2: thing because she? she wanted to. She still loved her husband.
5: She oh, said. okay. Yeah, she loved him so much she was sleeping with two of the Indians. Well, it was during another time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> whatever. You know, again, an, again, you say. As you've
5: said
4: many times, Jeffy, off the air, prison brings out some weird things in you.
2: Yeah, it doesn't look. Yeah. And, and you, can't, you can't be held responsible for everything that goes on when you're in prison. No. That's right. one, it's like Vegas. Clearly, kind of. clearly. Oh, it's more than it's like Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. If it happens there, it stays there. Okay. Yeah. It has
5: to. That's good. It's, it's also like Stephen Still said, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Anyway, no, if you're not with your husband, you're with a couple of inmates. <laughs> love them. Well, first of all, Pat,
2: right? first of all, you make it sound like she was with both of them at the same time, and she wasn't. No, she wasn't okay. doing I didn't anything, mean to allege that. Anything I didn't bad mean like to allege that. At all. that. Okay.
5: okay. All right. Uh, it's one at okay. a time. I mean, she's she may be cheating on him, but she does have some Thank you. scruples. Thank you. Okay. So he was on the uh, Today Show, and <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm I'd, I'd interested to see what he had yeah, to say. Yeah, I am, too, because this, this is, is going to be fun. first clip, I know.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, here he is. Lyle. I can't imagine a, a more tension-filled and tumultuous 17- <laughs> or 18-day period. How are you, Lyle?
10: Just taking it day by day. Mm-hmm.
1: It's been rough. Can you describe how this has turned your life Upside and down? This
10: one day, it's everybody was 100%. Everybody happy. The next day, that's what happened. It's in shock.
1: It's like someone pulls the rug out from under you. Yes, yes. Tell me where you were and where you first heard that there had been this escape at the Clinton Correctional Facility. Where yeah. you work, by the way. Yeah.
10: Where you work. I was at the uh, hospital. My wife, that mm-hmm. night before, yeah. said she was having... Uh, chest pain. Next morning, oh, I come back in. She was chest we, we, yeah. we get ready to leave and we turn the cell phone on and all of a sudden we had all kind of beep, beep, beat beep, beep all from our kids or family state troopers are looking for us. So my wife turned it when she turned her cell phone on, she, oh my gosh, she had sweat. escaped. What? Because <laughs> while I'm be like trooper Now, I just want to,
2: I want to be clear about something before we go to the next clip because I'm fascinated by life. <laughs> I'm fascinated by life. We this, all are. We this, all,
5: we're all fascinated
2: by life. This is, live. We, we're now, Talking about two people mm-hmm. who worked at the Clinton Correctional Facility. <laughs> yes. I got to tell you, yeah. if you can't tell me you can't find a job in America. <laughs> you cannot tell me you can't find a job in America. That's a great freaking point. I telling you right now. I will not hear it point. again. <laughs> I won't. Uh, Lyle then recounts how he and his wife reacted to the news.
5: <laughs> That the state troopers wanted to yeah. talk to, uh, and here's how that
1: went. <laughs> what was her reaction, and what was your reaction?
10: I just couldn't believe it. Her reaction when I, when I, when I when she said they was they, they really, they really escaped. <laughs> yes. and that, that's the way I left at that. And you've
1: and, known and, her for 21 years. You looked in her eyes. Nothing seemed unusual nothing. about her she expression or her demeanor. And I
10: said they want to talk to us they, because we know them were to help out. <laughs> So we went right to the police barracks. He said, "Uh, you guys been looking for us? He said, who are you? He said, Lyle and Joyce Mitchell. Yes, we have.
1: And so at that point, Lyle, you had no reason to ask your wife, do you
10: know anything about this escape? No. 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 And then the next morning, she said the state police call. I said, for what? They want to know something about a package. I said, package. I said, what are you talking about? She said accent? We'll go back to <laughs> oh. I need to talk to, to like troopers. the troopers. Investigator come out said, Mr. Canada. Mitchell, your wife has more involved than what she's letting on. What? And that's when he said that she was, uh, mm-hmm. she bought uh, apparently two hacksaw blades, a uh, Phillips bit, and a, and a chisel. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wow.
2: Yeah. That wasn't the only chiseling uh, going on. No,
5: apparently not.
2: He, that explains how his wife, oh, yes, yeah, t- they even asked him about how the wife uh, planned to kill him. Great,
5: nice. I love All the wife planned to kill that, well, were, him, the husband?
2: The, the two escapees. Uh huh. She was going to pick them up at the point of escape at the end of this uh
4: the drop point or hole or
10: yeah. Well I think Lyle out. explains yeah. that.
2: Lyle cool. explains right, this.
5: Up. Here's what he said about that.
1: When did you finally ask her point blank, face to face? That night on the way home. Did you say, did you help these two prisoners escape?
10: I said, well, how can it, how can it happen? She said, that "This." I got over my head, and I was scared. And She said, I got something else to tell you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I said, what's that? She said, uh, mm-hmm. their plan was they, they want to kill you. I said, what? They wanted her to come pick them up. So
1: she admitted was... to you at that moment that the, once these two escaped from Clinton and made their way to that manhole, yeah. that she was supposed to be the one to pick them she, up and drove, drive them away.
10: She told me that Matt wanted her to pick him up. And she said, well, I never leave nowhere without Lyle, never. Nowheres. And uh, he said, well, I'll give you some pills to, to give him, to knock him out, and then we'll, and you come pick us up. She said, I am not doing that. She said, I love my husband. I am not uh, hurting him. Clearly. She said, then I knew I was over my head. She said, I can't mm-hmm. do this. And then she told me he started threatening her with somebody inside the facilities mm-hmm. was going to do something to me to harm me or kill me, or somebody outside the jail if she didn't stay with this.
5: But she said she wasn't going nowheres uh, Mm -hmm. without him. So if you've got that assurance from your wife that she's not going nowheres without you, I think you're set. And uh, I think you forgive her for the uh, indiscretions.
2: Well, what's fascinating here is that he said she insisted Mm -hmm. she had not had sex with the
5: man. Oh, she insisted she didn't. To him. But now, Mm -hmm. what are you going to say? Yeah, right. What are you going to say? She's already said she's not going nowheres without him. So, I don't know. I mean... What are you going to say after that? That's an amazing story. (laughs) I've not been following it closely, but it it is. It is really fascinating. So where is she now? She's in jail. I don't even think think she's out on bail. So they caught her, and did she
2: admit to having sex with him? Yeah, she's got a couple of counts against her now for helping Mm. and aiding and abetting and stuff. Okay. But she didn't go nowhere without him. That's a good thing. That's
4: how you know something was wrong. Because people, (laughs) she may have been going somewhere without
5: her. And then we know that they don't go nowheres without nowheres. each other. Nowheres without each other. No, not even the pills. She wouldn't even give him the pills and then go nowheres without him. No. So, well, we know that can't happen. Can't happen. Uh, that's one
4: of the things that's
5: concrete in our
4: society, right. that right. they don't go nowheres without each other. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) It's a beautiful story. It's
5: a love story. Yeah, it's
4: not not traditional, maybe. No, but that doesn't diminish the love that they have for one
5: another Mm -hmm. in any way.
4: I think it makes it more
5: special. It does. When you involve a murder
4: and uh, Mm -hmm. letting uh, some escaped murderers uh, go away and -hmm. helping them uh, do that, it just becomes more special. It accentuates the love, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Nicholas
5: Sparks, did you write this tale? I I don't even know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
5: oh my gosh! Did I see a cheesy Nicholas Sparks movie? Uh, just I was bored and couldn't sleep one night in New York when we were there. Mm-hmm. And they had they had uh, what is it called? I don't know. I I, I forget what it's called. But uh, <laughs> it's about these two wacky kids who fall in love when they're um, in high school. And I mean they're head over heels in love, but then they go their separate ways, and it. Uh, Uh, they meet up 20 years later. Okay, so she has been married to somebody else. He couldn't fall in love with anybody else but her. And so she has a husband, but the husband's no good. You know that. Of course, yeah. You know that going in, right? Mm -hmm. He has, he's completely single, and they meet up because they're both at the funeral of their friend, their really good friend who took good care of him uh, when they were younger. And uh, he's dead, and he's left the house to them. Just because, really, he wanted them to get back together, to come together again, and they do. Okay, so after 20 years, they meet. Of course, they even though she's married to somebody else, she goes ahead and, of and goes somewheres with him. it. Happens happens it goes, a lot in
4: the Nicholas Sparks world. It does. By the way. It's almost it does. the
5: most romantic thing that can happen is the cheating you know, on
4: your on your yeah, uh, no happens. good husband.
5: It's always the no good husband. Uh huh. So what's beautiful about it is. That at the same time all this is going on, her son starts ailing. He's sick. And... Uh, um, but, they, but she has to go home after a couple of days taking care of the place with the, with the old guy, okay. right? Yeah, of course, obviously. So they got to go home. Mm-hmm. He, meanwhile, they, they plan to meet up later. He's on the way there when he is senselessly murdered. It's too, oh, no. too hard to explain oh, what no. happens to him, but some people shoot him dead. Well, at the same time that's happening, <laughs> Jeez, her son's heart fails. Of course. Oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the organ donor. Yeah. They take his oh, heart God. and give it to the son. I bet, Pat. He lives on in the son. She doesn't find out till a year later yeah. when he can find out who the donor heart. You
2: know, patient I bet you that at, yeah. in the end beautiful. she was happy to have the best
5: of him. Right. That's I what it is. Thank you. The best of me. The best of, <laughs> of me. me. <laughs> Now, uh, that sounds like a riveting story. Oh, oh uh, was so You sat good. through that whole damn and thing, didn't you? That happened to, to four friends of mine last week alone. Same freaking Same story. story. Yeah. Now, Four, four I would like different to, friends of
4: mine. If I may, happened. Pat, I'd like to take a step back for a second. And okay. can we all, as a group, focus on where's uh-huh. this happened? Uh-huh. Which is Pat, so right, in New York City, <laughs> right, by himself in the in, in the city that never sleeps, as he <laughs> is not sleeping, watching Nicholas Sparks
2: by
5: himself. The best of me. That's because everything else was rated R. I mean, there's everything else. Right? I'd already seen it, or it was rated R. So I'm like, all right. And let's I'll be try clear. This Even walking on the street most nights in Manhattan is rated R for you. So yeah, that's <laughs> true. we're staying in. That that's is very true. true. Mm. So, all right, (laughs) 888727 back. More patents too coming up. Where's the food? Somewhere. Oh my gosh, where is it? It's somewheres right now. Somewheres, (laughs) but nowheres around here. (laughs) Nowhere. Um just saw this, uh, po- this poll, this survey that they just did of all the big candidates, and I'm trying to see uh, who did this poll, but I can't tell right off hand. Uh, but in this particular poll, Scott Walker is the number one candidate. Now, in some other polls that we talked about, it's been Jeb Bush, right? What was the poll that we talked about yesterday? Was it a CBS poll? Uh, it Was NBC, Wall Street Journal? Um, okay. that and had he Jeb Bush twenty-two. Ahead. Yeah, he was like number quite one quite a bit.
4: And and he was. That was a really positive poll for Jeb Bush overall, yeah, so, though. It also yeah. had him at seventy-five
5: percent of Republicans consider voting for him, which is <clears throat> crazy. Way but,
4: higher than I've seen him in any other poll. I don't believe that. I, th- I feel like that's an outlier.
5: This one seems more reasonable to me. Scott Walker, number one. I can bl- I can buy that. Twenty-seven percent. Um, He's well, not even in. <clears throat> He's not even in? No, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Followed by Marco Rubio at 22%. Uh, Ted Cruz, third in this one, at 11%. Uh, Jeb Bush, eight. Ben Carson, seven. Carly Fiorina, five. Tied with Rand Paul at five. And see, it's kind of interesting because Rand Paul, we were just uh, talking about this off the air. Uh, Rand Paul has made the best proposal I've heard of any candidate so far. The best plan And it was a tax plan. Yeah, it's kind of, it's important to focus on this for a second. The best single policy
4: proposal made in the entire campaign by any candidate is Rand Paul. No question. You know, I love Ted Cruz. Uh, There's other guys that, you know, I think are great as well. Uh, You know, but uh, to be honest, there's no one who's had as bold a vision. As, uh, as Rand Paul articulated in this last commercial, and maybe it's just because it's too early. Maybe they're just jockeying for position and fundraising at this point, and they're not announcing policies. But i got to say, I can tell you, in one week, we're going to redo this poll uh, where we, we rate the candidates at A through F. And i got to tell you, Rand Paul's going way up on my list. Mine, he's too. He wasn't in
5: my top ten. Um, he is now. I mean, he's... In case you don't know what we're talking about, 14.5% point flat tax. 14.5%
4: flat corporate tax. Uh, and a uh, getting rid of your FICA tax. So you don't get that at all. Jeez, uh, that'd be great. It, even if you oh, could man. just do the FICA tax thing, it would be a gigantic improvement on people's lives. A regressive tax makes no sense in our society today. It was just a scam, mm-hmm. essentially, to keep Social Security alive anyway, the way they put it in there. Um, uh, you know, It's, uh, to me, blatantly obvious and a great policy. Uh, he's doing that. He's doing 14.5% flat tax. If you remember Steve Forbes ran back uh, in 2000, he ran in 2000, he ran 96 in 2000 or 2000, 2004, I can't remember. he ran twice. And the, mm-hmm. the central part of his uh, uh, platform was a 17% flat tax. Yeah. So, I mean, he's significantly improving off of that idea. And honestly, I've said this before with Rand Paul, if there's anyone I think could get something like that done, it's him. I don't know that anyone can. But he's the one, he, because libertarians believe that so much, they don't want to do the Bush-type tax cuts. That's not what you're looking right. for. I don't want to bring 39% to 35%. You know, like That's not what they're looking for. A libertarian is looking for, honestly, probably 0%. His dad used to ar- argue for a 0% income tax. But a 145 flat tax is a freaking good policy. He said it would be on one page, didn't give specifics as far as uh, deductions and stuff, but probably will keep a couple of deductions, probably your first... You know, 30 or 40,000 will be tax free. I would not be surprised to see a policy like that, but it will cut taxes for every single person in America. Yeah. Everybody. That's
5: what great. What a great so freaking a great development. What a great, a great plan. plan. Um, not, not listed on this chart at all because he's under 1%, Donald Trump. The Donald Trump. Oh, uh, uh, dude. Uh, okay. He's
2: got nowhere to go but up.
5: He's got nowhere.
2: That's a good way to look but at did
4: it. Did you give me the was New Hampshire poll? No, it was not. Uh, might have been Keith. I don't know. Somebody, somebody yeah, showed I just me. I saw it a few
5: minutes ago. Oh, up H- to number two in the New Hampshire. Yeah, he's
4: second place right.
5: in New Hampshire. See? Yeah. Now,
4: I don't believe that's real, and I don't believe it will last once he starts running his mouth in these say debates. he what Americans say. He'll
5: go away really fast. but... That
2: should be uh, his campaign. Say it's it's going to hurt him Americans when he. Americans say, Donald he, Trump.
5: He can't. No, because he, he can't use <laughs> Rockin' in the USA anymore from uh, Neil Young. Because Neil, pissed
8: it. in the Free
5: World. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh. Rockin' in the Free World. Oh, so bad.
4: You age ten times faster than normal when listening to that <laughs> song. It's like the worst effort of all time. I oh, they, had a,
5: they had a list last week, too, of all the Republicans. Not all of them, but some of the Republicans this has happened to over the years. Because this happens almost every time a Republican enters the race and tries to do some song. Because... All these guys are left-wing communists. Uh, and so they always say, Oh, you can't use my song. Like, it's, Springsteen objected to, the, to Ronald Reagan using Born in the USA mm-hmm. in the 84 election. By the way, it was dumb to use that anyway because it was a, stupid. He's it,
4: awful. Let's yeah. be honest. About he's it. awful, he's and awful. the
5: song is not what you think the song is. Right, and the song is a negative song it about America. Doesn't mean what you think it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Reagan also got dinged in 1984 again when he switched from uh, "Born in the USA" to "Pink Houses" by John Cougar Mellencamp, who is also an extreme oh. left-wing guy. So Mellencamp wouldn't let him use it. Bobby McFerrin objected to George H.W. Bush using Don't Worry Be Happy in 1988. Sam and Dave didn't let Bob Dole use Soul Man in 96. Springsteen again. Wait, Bob Dole used Soul Man. Why? I don't know. I don't. He was so
2: smooth coming out on stage. He had that pencil, those shiny shoes. He the
5: pencil. Pencil and shiny shoes. That's about the candidacy. That's about it. That's about it. Uh, Then, so Dole switched to board in the USA, and again, Springsteen said, "Uh, no, you're not using that. Uh, Mellencamp then said George W. Bush could not use R-O-C-K in the USA in 2000. Tom Petty objected to Bush using I Won't Back Down in 2000. These guys, man. Same election. Sting objected to Bush switching to Brand New Day. Jeez. Over and over. John Hall of the band Orleans Orleans, I loved Orleans in the 70s. Didn't you? Still the one, and and uh, why well, are, you, are you looking at me? I mean, I only uh, listened to the ones my grandpa played. Yeah, so uh, I know. I, I know. So uh, he he objected to uh, Bush using "Still the One" in 2004. Boston objected to my my those Uh-oh. guys. Those guys are left wing. Those guys are freaks. They objected to Huckabee using more than a feeling. They a all are. Van, agonizing. Van Halen objected to McCain using right now in 2008. <laughs> this is a I great remember list. him using that. Uh, this is a great list. Mellencamp again. What? Stop choosing John <laughs> Mellencamp. <laughs> when are you going to learn? He doesn't want you using his songs. <laughs> so McCain tried to use our country in 2008. Mellencamp said no. That's because we all think, oh, well, that'd be fine. Same election. McCain then tried to use pink houses. Again, same, same artist. No. Same artist. What are you?
4: Are you? Stupid? Yes. Or well, I think he's probably okay with pink houses, though, right? He knows I'm a war hero, All right?
5: My friends. okay Stay with me, my friends. Right, my friends, he just didn't like our country. Let me try let me try pink houses. <laughs> no, stupid. Hart then objected to oh, McCain Jeez. using Barracuda. Oh wow. Jackson Brown wouldn't let McCain use running on empty. Bon Jovi then said insane. no to who says you can't go home. The Foo Fighters then stopped him from playing my hero. Wow. Tom Petty. Wait, who wanted my hero (laughs) as their song? (laughs) John McCain. Uh, That's not a surprise. John freaking McCain. John Mellencamp already said no to two. We've got to have something. (laughs) Calling yourself a hero is pretty bad. So, I mean, McCain is like... uh, He's going through the the uh, bargain <laughs> the basement rack going, okay, what can I play here? Is there <laughs> you gotta a, is there a you. song from the 30s? Look, go to Sean Hannity's theme song. That's all you can do. <laughs> <That's> okay, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> it's the only song you're allowed to use. No, so then he tries to use I Won't Back Down by Petty. Petty says no. Then he uses Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. They say no. Uh, Sam Moore <laughs> of Zeman. Is... Demet- oh, here's one for Barack Obama. I can't believe it. What? Sam, Sam Moore of Sam and Dave objected to Obama using Hold On, I'm Coming during the 2008 election. That's wow. a surprise. I that. Survivor would not let Nick, uh, Newt Gingrich use Eye of the Tiger in 2012. He was also dinged by a group called The Heavy for How You Like Me Now. I don't know The Heavy. Great song. Uh, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister said no to Romney using We're Not Going to Take It. Silver Sun Pickup stopped Romney from using Panic Switch. k list objected to Romney using the song Wave in the Flag. Survivor then said Romney couldn't use Eye of the Tiger. Oh. Tom Petty again uh, shutting down Michelle Bachman for American Girl in 2012. Katrina and the Waves said uh, Bachman could not use Walking on Sunshine. And finally. No, uh, we've got Trump's use with rocket in the free world. With, that is an amazing list. That's true. Who we'll put that together? That's fantastic. Uh, let me see
4: if I can see I mean, that is It is a great list. I thought there'd it's be five list. stories. That, there's yeah. Some, 50. Yeah. And, it, and some of the people going back to the same well over and over and over again. Center
5: for Responsive Politics. Oh, wow. Very funny. Really yeah, good. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, that's a,
4: that's an interesting, we should
5: uh, do that on radio, too, because yeah, that's it's a worthwhile. good list. Yeah. Uh,
4: it's, it's interesting because... Uh, First of all, it's dumb that you need a song. I know. you know, It's stupid know. anyway. Um, and it's interesting. Like, you just... In this world of PR and, and, and you know... Reagan, okay, maybe he makes a mistake in the 80s. But, like, in this world, how is your PR person saying, Wait a minute, let me get this cleared with the ar- author of the song and the artist first... And then we'll come back and see if we can
5: use how, it. How much more important is that for a presidential candidate than us? I mean, we have to do that every yeah. single time. And, and we can't. We can't, we, we, we can't we do this can't break do it.
4: tomorrow. We can't do the break and play the songs as examples. Because Which would be great, we'll be but trouble. we can't. Because yeah. all of those artists will say, uh,
2: no, you can't play that song. Right. At That's least. Amazing. Yeah. And we'd be sued for it. Probably. What was the story with the Dropkick Murphys? Did you mention the Scott Walker? That, oh, yeah, the Dropkick that, Murphys. That's oh, right. Oh, I didn't even... We didn't even have that one. Is that one. on the list? No. Because I was looking... I just remember have, the, but... the Dropkick Murphys, and then I remember <laughs> when uh, Scott Walker tried to use them, and they tweeted, uh, please stop using our music in any any way. We literally hate you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but he's... I think this is uh, strictly presidential candidates, so he's Uh, not officially officially a candidate yet, so that's why, but uh, a fascinating list. Um, All right, we're going to tell you about the, uh, we're going to show you what happened on MSNBC yesterday. It's pretty fascinating because they're having this uh, panel discussion on John Gruber and the White House lying about it, which we now know is a fact. The White House lied about John Gruber's involvement in uh, crafting the Obamacare legislation, and uh, we'll share that with you coming up here in a sec on Pat's too. Oh, good. I yeah. like I like when we do that to look forward to for the rest. Of the sh- I like when we mm-hmm. fill the full two hours instead of sometimes. Yeah, a lot of like, times we'll do the first minutes. five minutes or yeah. six. Sometimes yeah, we'll, we'll take off. You right know, far as twenty once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those but, are tough days. Aw, oh, oh my god, twenty minutes? God. Right. Was it a year ago when the guy came out with the uh, John Gruber clips where he was talking about Obamacare and how stupid the American people were? I think it's been about a year, has I bet, yeah. Easy. And the American people were stupid, so they wanted it. It would be nice to be transparent, but they're so stupid. we we got to just sneak this in (laughs) and and do these things that we all know uh, we were lying about, but we're going to do it anyway. I mean, essentially, he said that about uh, much of... What made up Obamacare?
4: And maybe tomorrow, Pat, if, if we could, maybe on radio, maybe here in Pat and Stu as well, we should go back through the old Gruber clips again. Yeah, um, we should. We should. Just, let's just run through yeah. them. Because and while the one you just spoke about is important and the one where he said uh, people are stupid is important, the one that I think is most relevant right now is the one where he specifically outlines on multiple occasions. By the way, yeah. so it's actually two separate clips where he specifically outlines the arguments in King versus Burwell, the big Supreme Court case on Obamacare,
5: which is coming out th- probably coming out. this week or next.
4: Yep, um, he outlines that he knew that the uh, the position of the people challenging Obamacare in this uh, Supreme Court case that yeah. he knew that that was in the law. He knew that their argument was correct. And we know now that he was, in fact, a highly involved architect of this policy. He admitted that states who use the federal exchange would not get subsidies. He said it was the exact argument in the Supreme Court. It was The reason they did it? is to make sure that states would set up their own exchanges. This is what they wanted them to do, so they forced them to do it. They specifically left out the subsidies to the people who use the federal exchange so they wouldn't have to deal with the federal exchange.
5: Yeah, um, and it was amazing to watch the reaction of the Obama administration and Democrats like Nancy Pelosi. It seems to me it was Pelosi who said, Who? What? I don't even know. Excuse me, what was the name again? Yeah. Grub, Grubsteak? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like grubsteaks. No, it's Gruber. Jonathan Gruber? I, I, no, I don't know that name. I, it, it seems to me like she played stupid. She didn't know yep. who he was. Mm-hmm. Obama played stupid. Mm-hmm. He barely knew who he was. Some low-level guy who had nothing to do with this, and he disagreed with it, and all of that stuff. And these guys, it, what it shows you so well... Is how good they are at lying through their communist teeth. They are such incredible liars, Uh, and and so we've been able to prove that over and over and over and over again during the Obama administration. I mean, it's just it's it's one after another, and they all lied about his involvement. They all lied about um, he, he the things he was saying. And, and denying that they were true. Now it comes out in these emails that he played a much bigger role in Obamacare than they admitted. And he was described as the architect of Obamacare in these emails, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and it's the uh, House Oversight and Government Reform Committee chairman Jason Chaffetz told the journal the messages disprove Gruber's claim he was a limited participant. And that's what he told I think he said that directly to Chaffetz.
4: He said it in testifying. Uh, yeah, under oath. He, he
5: tes- testified under oath. He was like a limited player. No, oh, I, I, I barely knew. My understanding. I, of, I think I dotted one of the eyes. Yeah, uh, that's all I did.
4: My understanding of the word "limited" is essentially applies to everything. Uh, you, of course, yeah. he says that just like it's the definition of the word is. You say you're limited. It's like Jeffy says he limits the amount of food he eats. Well, yes, at some point it does
5: stop. I guess. I, I mean, technically, he's not, there's he's a limit. Stuffing his face this second, so yes, you could call it limited, right? right. Mm-hmm. He had a limited eating role. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday on MSNBC, uh, Morning Joe is discussing this, and it's kind of interesting. Here's what happened.
3: The man who said America was tricked about the high cost of Obamacare was a lot <laughs> close closer to the controversial law's creation than previously known. New emails show that MIT economist Jonathan Gruber, remember him, yes. was in regular contact with high-level Obama administration staffers about the health care law's what, that, cost. Wait, controls. but that's
1: not what the White House said, Mark Halperin. They said he was all a player. big... No, 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 and I owe all my store. Republican sources an s- apology because they kept telling me he was hugely involved in the White House played it down. Can we stop no, right the there, right. Right. The yeah. we stop there right. for a
5: sec? Because that's that's fascinating. Yeah. So so Mark Halperin, then you just bought what the White House told You're you right. out of hand. You just said, oh okay. Well, they said no. He had a limited role. He didn't have. He wasn't much of a player. Yeah. So I said okay. What, really? Are yet? you that bad of a reporter that you're just going to.? Well, yeah, they said he wasn't. So uh, I just said, okay, he wasn't. I think the answer to that with Mark Halperin is no,
4: he's not a bad, that bad I a reporter. I, mean, he's, I he's, know. I mean, he's questioned Obama plenty and of yet, times. Uh, he
5: didn't obviously do any extra work to find out if they were telling the truth. I will say that that sort of that clip
4: plays a little differently watching it than it did uh, listening to it on the radio. He, he's kind of smirking I as know. he says he it. Can smirking. we watch it one more yeah. time? Uh, watch and the other the thing top. I should make, this is important, which is does not happen that often. A douche Hall of Fame member, Joe Scarborough, mm-hmm. I really like him in this clip. Oh, I do too. Because he's slow playing it. I do too. He, I like it a lot. He's just like, let, he's going through every single person no, and letting them all well. admit, essentially, that, that he was lying. It's, it's actually a really good clip. Uh, watching you bet.
3: The man who said America was tricked about the high cost of Obamacare was a lot close, closer to the controversial law's creation Very than previously known. New emails show that MIT economists... <sighs> Jonathan Gruber, remember him, was in regular yeah, contact with high-level Obama administration staffers She's about the health care laws. That, wait, but force.
7: that's not what the
1: White House said, Mark Halperin. They said he was Small a player. big No, and I owe all right? my Republican sources an apology because they kept telling me he was hugely involved and the White House played it down. No, the, the, they so were right. The White House the Republicans lied. were right. Did the White House lie about that? Um, I think they were not fully forthcoming. <laughs> or, or they may have had their recollections in Paris. Howard, did the White House lie <laughs> about uh, about Mr. Gruber? I think they were not fully forthcoming. Gruber was Uber. Harold, Her- Her- it appears that
7: some would say, not I, but some would say the White House <laughs> lied about Mr. Gruber's involvement, Professor Gruber's involvement. Would you say the White House lied about? his involvement <laughs> i would say they
5: were not fully <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great job by Jill Scarborough there. Let's give credit where credit's due. He did a a nice job of bringing that out of them all. In those moments, it's tempting, Even Howard Dean had to say, not forthcoming, well, he's not going to say they
4: lied. It's it's tempting, you know, because these guys are probably his friends. He's on the air with them all the time. And it's tempting to let them off the hook. But these guys denied this, not Halpert as much, but the other guys denied this hardcore for months and made every Republican who made this accusation to be crazy and let them suffer and say it each in. Individually, yeah, in great. their own moment, let them suffer through it and yeah. have to admit nice. that they were wrong that whole time. That
5: was nice. Yeah, that was, that was, that was solid. I like that. And but, then we didn't play it all the way through, but it's Mika who finally says, yeah, it looks like they lied. Yeah. I don't even think she was. She, she said, th- uh, it,
4: appears it appears that way. It that appears that, that way. That yeah, they she lied. didn't go all yeah. the way
5: either. And I think, like, you know, you get
4: the sense that they're... It becomes a joke. That's Howard Dean's way of saying they lied. Yeah. Make oh, no yeah. mistake. That, and, and he's never going to say it. And but that's Harold he's, Ford. Yeah. Both
5: of them. You yeah. know.
2: And that's this administration's game plan. Sure. We just will kill you, kill you, kill you, lie, 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 and then when the truth comes out, it's ha 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 ha. Yeah, so that's yeah, old news. yeah. I told you. Old Get news. out of here.
5: Old news. Mm-hmm. What are you dredging that back up for? For instance, if if we, if it was discovered somehow that uh, they did get a stand-down order from somebody at the White House or the Pentagon uh, in Benghazi. I'm sure they would just say, oh, look, that's old news. We've talked about all of that. That's all been discussed. That's old, old news. Why dredge that up again? You know, that's all they have to do. And the American people would forget it. They'd just be like, ah, okay, well, yeah, that is old. That is kind of amazing. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, and, And, again...
4: Can't put too fine a point on this. They're about to announce a decision in this case. Yeah. This is new information. Yeah. It, it really is. Let's just say for for a second that someone like John Roberts, who's on the fence on this particular thing, or Kennedy, is on the fence. Of, I don't know whether we should do this or not. And it comes to him, and, and his justification for siding with Obamacare is, well, we just don't have any evidence that any important player believed this. All we have is, yes, it's in the law like that, but I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. They keep saying they you would never do that. Do that. No. Why, why would we possibly believe that they wouldn't? They don't have that right. out. So now, uh, up until recently, you could argue, well, the media called him the architect. He called himself the architect. Mm-hmm. You remember, he put this on himself. He said, look, I just tried to make myself more important than, I, than, mm-hmm. uh, than mm-hmm. we did. We now know that's a complete lie. So if you were basing your decision on there was nobody inside who believed that they should deny subsidies to uh, states that had the federal exchange. We now know that Gruber was that guy. He was there. He was involved in potentially up to 20,000 emails about this topic uh, and and others related to Obamacare. Uh, You change your mind. There was all those rumors of uh, Edwards or, or Roberts. Me, I want say Edwards Roberts, who was really close to siding with the correct decision last time on Obamacare, and changed his mind at the last minute uh, because his decision is written as if he was uh, dissenting, um, uh, or he was, you know, he was going to say no to Obamacare. You can change your mind up to the last minute. One of the reasons why they don't tell you in advance what decisions going to be placed on which day? Like, we don't know this week. We don't know. It could be Thursday, it could be Friday, it could be Monday of next week when the uh, Obamacare decision comes out. And the reason they don't tell you is that these justices are able to change their mind up until the last second. Mm-hmm. So they don't tell you, hey, and on Friday this is going to happen, because they might decide on Thursday they want to change their mind and have to redo things. Um, so that can still happen. And so if you're, in the, you know, if, you're, if you're watching us and you're in the Supreme Court and you're about... <laughs>
5: And we know that eight of the nine do.
4: Yes, Ginsburg almost never mm. tunes in, but everybody I else does. Wins, and yeah. if think about that for a second. You should change. Mm-hmm. This is a legitimate piece of evidence that should change your mind on
5: this trial. Yeah. Okay, we're talking to you, John. Okay, bastard. Mm-hmm. And Clarence, if you're Clarence, on the liberal side this time, which don't we be. know you wouldn't, don't be. You wouldn't. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents to coming on. That's Hopefully, you, that's that's you, Mr. Kennedy. Okay, we're talking to you. Hopefully, they don't get the Roberts this kind of time. Know who they are?
2: Who's that? that you know them—the bees. You we said, like you don't know who they are.
5: I, I, I love this story about uh, Jurassic Park and how much would it actually cost in the real world if you were to build and maintain Jurassic Park?
2: A <laughs> couple hundred bucks anyway, right? A couple hundred. Yeah, At least. Expensive. I would
5: say up to $500. Yeah, you can't run that. Let's take a look and, and see if we can figure this out.
0: How much would it cost to build Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park is funded by the InGen Corporation, a genetics research company founded and owned by billionaire John Hammond. To build Jurassic Park, Hammond first needed some tropical real estate. We know from the movies that there's Site A, where the park was built, and Site B, where the dinosaurs were raised. Both these islands are off the coast of Costa Rica. According to Costa Rican real estate websites, two islands at a total land size of 66 square miles would be worth about $10 billion. Jurassic Park would require a very special (laughs) staff. The park would employ scientists, paleontologists, animal caretakers, computer engineers, a legal team, and more. We looked into the construction budgets of some of the biggest amusement parks in the world. The average construction price for the world's biggest theme parks is $1.5 billion. Park operations, $11.7 billion a year. Caring for a real-life dinosaur cannot be cheap. We figure the cost (laughs) to feed, groom, and nurture the Jurassic Park dinosaurs is about the same as a very large zoo. Dinosaur livelihood, $207 million a year. Add up these enormous prices, and we get a grand total of... $23,432,400,000. $23,432,400,000.
2: And we know it was probably more than that since Hammond spared no expense. That's true.
4: That's true. All the hotels and everything. Although I guys it's partially built in. I would say, too, like, it would probably be pricier to, to actually get the technology going, too. Maybe I that's would like, say so, yeah. Once you're a few I years into so. it, maybe it's $23 billion. A but year. I feel like it's That'd be
5: tough to make a profit. I mean, you know, the ticket price would be for an all-dinosaur pass... I know, but look at the crowds they had. there. Seven million dollars. They were coming in two and That's three of that They had place, twenty-three. Man. They had twenty thousand, twenty-three thousand people there. <laughs> yeah, a That's lot. It. I mean, how expensive I, I, would the tickets be to Jurassic? I mean, that is not well, what, seven million dollars a piece. At this point, what
4: is what is the Disney price? Anyone know? You we were there recently. Right? Was it you that was there recently? No, it wasn't. But uh, it's I, expensive. It is a couple
5: expensive. hundred bucks, right? Yeah, yeah probably it, it, a piece, and so. it's. For an all-world
2: pass, right? If you, if you have a two hundred license, bucks. you can still bring it down a little bit, but
5: it's still pretty pricey. I'd say 150 to 200 gets you yeah. all park access I don't, for a I mean, day. That's not parking.
2: I was gonna say that. That's not hotels. that's not food. That's not T-shirts. <laughs> that's not drinks. That's not little toys. I feel, I feel like that's one
4: pass now. Like you're 150 for one. park right, at I got this point. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pricey. That's uh, what it is. is. And then, and then you have, uh, you know, obviously uh, the mouse in costume is going to be a little less expensive than the real dinosaur. So you're probably at <laughs> multiple thousands of dollars per person minimum. I uh, have to. Yeah.
2: You'd have to because.
5: And it it's would pricier almost, it would, than, I, than that, this. isn't Holy it? Holy yeah.
2: What do you got? Disney World considers children to be between the ages of three and nine years old. Any person over the age of 10 needs to pay adult ticket prices. A six day. Oh, this is six day. That's not bad. A six day adult based ticket. Two hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Two
5: eighty-eight for right. a week for, for six days for one, one person for, just Disney? for one person. Or is that the yeah. whole world? That's, uh, that's Disney World. That's probably everything. Right. No. Two eighty-eight. No, that's Disney that's only World.
4: Forty dollars a day. There's no way you're getting into all three of those parks yeah, for Yeah, no way. That's Disney. Day. No,
2: that's Disney World. Okay. Huh. Yeah. And two sixty for kids. That does include days. Epcot. At
5: one park. Yeah. Jeez, really? Oof. Yeah, that's it. That is a pricey trip. Well, a friend of mine just went. I think. Oh, well, yeah, it was Dan. I think. Just How much would weather? you pay to see dinosaurs, though? I, I, no, I know. I mean, I, know. I would pay. Come on. That, I that would park save was my pretty entire cool. Jurassic life. World, man. Yeah. I would save my whole life for that one vacation. Yeah. That, yeah. that Jurassic World. Park. If that was for real, you'd oh, have to go there. Oh my gosh! I, mean, I would absolutely. I'd pay five thousand a piece. I mean, whatever it took, I would go. Uh, one of the interesting things in the movie, and I'm not ruining too much here if you uh, have not uh, seen it yet. But somebody hey, gets did eaten. Uh, did I say too much? Oh my gosh! Pat, I'm sorry. I apologize. If it was good that he didn't say they get eaten by a dinosaur. Oh no! All oh, go. No, you did. Oh man, you did. Wow.
4: Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is it's what? What is it set 20 years after the original movie? If mm-hmm. you remember the original movie, it was, holy crap, we can make a dinosaur. Yeah. This yeah. is, we have to use genetic engineering because everyone's bored with, with the, the old Don- dinosaurs. dinosaurs. That's bullcrap. Yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> no well, way the, you get
2: bored well, with the a Tyrannosaurus, they, Tyrannosaurus they, Well, Rex. the original dinosaurs didn't do anything, though, right? They engineered them so they'd be more active and put on a show.
5: Yeah, like and they made them scarier with bigger teeth
2: yeah. in and so on. Am all I saying too
5: stuff. much to tell people they can dance now? What? D- they dance. No, they, no, they don't. Pat, you they saw dance. a different movie. No, they tap dance. They, they do. <laughs> they <laughs> they genetically engineered. Did them you fall so asleep? Tap dance. Stu,
2: I think yeah. Stu. I looked over during the ballroom <laughs> scene. Stu yeah. was asleep.
5: Well, I slept a little bit too, I think, during that movie. Yeah, I was, am, like, am I yeah. am I
4: saying too much to say that they're also accountants? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the dinosaurs no. are accountants. No, Because that's early on, that okay. you find that. They, out. Do, <laughs> they do a lot of I a serious I think it's the third scene work. in the movie you find out they're
2: accountants. <laughs> you know what I didn't realize, though, is that the girl, the, the co star in the movie, uh-huh. was Ron Howard's daughter.
5: While yeah.
4: we were watching
2: it, I didn't she realize looked good that, that in was that. her. She yeah, she looked I know, good. she did.
5: Yeah, she's good. So you didn't like it? There's an appeal. I wasn't crazy. I thought it was good. I enjoyed the it out of it. too much. It was like, you know. It okay.
4: was what I expected.
5: Lots of dinosaurs eating people.
2: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. It was a the
5: same exact story, I think, as every other time, right? And I guess that's what you expect, and that's what you get. So it was, you know. It, it is what the it next time, is. Dude, Pat it just is what it is. As is an old <laughs> program director used to tell me, just is what it is. Are they supposed to nuke the island and then it's supposed to be over? I don't know. I don't know what you do. It's hard to do Jurassic World any different than you did Jurassic Park. And they did. They, and they did it as different as they could. And it's two kids, just like it was in the first one, doing the same thing. They wind up on their own. They gotta get a, escape. It's the same deal. Now right? you are it's probably the same away too movie. Much. <laughs>
2: No, it's, it's, the movie has already made over a billion dollars. Yeah. I think we're good. Has it really? Yeah, worldwide, fastest movie ever to get to a billion. Oh wow. Well, okay. I was talking to someone
4: who uh, kind of a he has a role in Hollywood and, and deals with these movies all the time. He said the worldwide number is kind of a BS number because what they do when they want the high worldwide number oh, is they release go. it all at the same time, and normally they don't do that. So like they specifically released it in China. Uh, at the same time as here, which they would never normally do, because they wanted to, to set those up. records. Yeah, uh, I guess you can manipulate a little bit out there. Just so said, good yeah. for them.
3: Yeah, right, hey, you know, it really worked, right? Everyone, you know, everyone buys it. It's all marketing.